0: Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show, coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today is day two with our special guest, founder of R.T. Kendall Ministries, Pastor R.T. Kendall. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker.
1: Thank you Ricky Baker. Yes. welcome to our show Hi, with R.t. Kindle yes. he is Moses <laughs> he is one of the great preachers of all times founder of the R t Kindle Ministries and he was pastor for decade or so
2: No, for 25 years he has been many decades
1: (laughs) of westminster chapel in london england for 25 years wow rt is the author of more than 80 books including god meant it for good my favorite of all of them and total forgiveness which if you want victory you need to read that book and his latest book we're going to talk about today receiving the isaac promise mm. positioning yourself for the fullness of God's in-time gathering amen so rt and his wife uh, louise is here with us and we're happy to have her here she is a delightful lady and uh, she's in the audience and next time she comes she's going to be on the
2: show with us. <laughs> Oh boy! Now she'll probably never come and be in the audience with our when our teas here. Jim, Louise, please come back. You, you we won't force you to be. On. I think
1: a man needs to have his wife with him sometimes, so the people
3: can see his other half. Absolutely, we love well, that. If you Us can, if you can talk her into coming, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll try. I do tweets every day. Yes, and uh, I beg her every time. Go on with me. Well, <laughs> tomorrow, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> She will do it on our anniversary or her birthday. Aww. That's about it. But, uh, but, um, but well, we love her. And you have two children, TR and Melissa. How are they doing? In great shape, thank you. And Aww. grandchildren? Three boys. Wow. Uh, they're all TRs. Uh, Toby Robert, Timothy Robert, and Tyndale Robert. Aww. So we that. could call awesome. them TR. I love
2: That's that.
4: great.
3: Oh, my
1: lands. Well, Mondo, before we get to Dr. Kendall, please uh, let us have some of the news. That's your your
5: responsibility. Listen, (laughs) over the weekend, the earth was groaning. I mean, you talk about the suddenlies converging all at once. California was the place to understand what the suddenlies are all about because suddenly a historical tropical storm Hillary hit A 5.1 earthquake hit, and at the same time, wildfires
4: in California. I have this report I want you to watch, then we'll come back. The drought in Southern California is over. Hillary, the first tropical storm to hit the region in 84 years, brought some areas more than half a year's worth of rain in just one day. Flooded streets made driving dangerous. In Thousand Palms, the streets were impassable from flash flooding. We are flooded. Ahead of the storm, residents flooded stores, stocking up on supplies and filling sandbags.
0: Hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst.
4: And in the middle of Hillary, a magnitude 5.1 earthquake in the Los Angeles area. Our studio is shaking right now, so not only are we dealing with a tropical storm, but it appears we're now dealing with an earthquake. Meanwhile, in Hawaii, President Biden arrives on the island today to meet first responders and survivors of the deadly wildfires that took at least 114 lives. Dramatic new video of the early hours of the devastating fires in Maui showing what firefighters faced as they arrived in the town of Lahaina, already engulfed by the fire. More than 800 people are still missing as search crews continue going through fire-ravaged homes and buildings. With Maui's water contaminated, CBN's Operation Blessing has partnered with Youth With A Mission to provide water filtration and other much needed supplies.
5: We have water filtration units that clean that water. So we took those filtration units to that community center And then the people at the community center are are going to take those filters and bring them into areas in Lahaina so that many families can now have access to good, clean drinking water.
4: Their church destroyed these Sunday worshipers gathered at a coffee house 23 miles away. Ernesto and Adoracion Garcia are among many victims who are still thankful.
3: I'm grateful to God We are still uh, alive, you know. That's the most important thing.
4: I hope people pray for the people
5: there. Absolutely. It's going to take a lot of time to restore. We are watching the unfolding of patterns like the Bible talks about, yet the number one thing that people forget to do is prepare. You got to prepare with food. You got to prepare for water filtration. How are you going to take care of the people? I've been on the phone all weekend with family members back in California Some areas are okay. Other areas in Santa Barbara will have family. They're not doing so great. So again, we're seeing a drastic of everything that we've talked about for the last 20 years of the coast is going to be on fire. The coast is going to see some prophetic events take place. And it's a reminder as the church that in these last days that we're in right now, I think this book is key for right now to understanding that we cannot lose hope because something greater is coming. Something bigger is coming that is going to move and shake the earth like we've never seen before. But the Bible does say this, those who endure to the very end. Stay tuned for this program. You're not going to want to miss one bit about what Dr. R.T. Kendall is going to be ministering to us about is about the Isaac promise.
2: Mm. Amen.
5: And we're going to talk about that all throughout this program. So yes. stay with
1: us and pray for our people in Hawaii. Pray yes. for the people all yes. over the world. There is hundreds of fires, even in the United States right now. And so much is going on and so many people hurting and that we're living in the last days. But if you'll listen to R.T. Kindle today, the best is yet to come. So let's, let's uh, see what God is going to do. Yesterday, we introduced uh, your new book, Receiving the Isaac Promise, Positioning Yourself for the Fullness of God's End Time Gathering. Mm. So why do you believe we have not yet received the Isaac Promise?
3: But it can come any time. Um, we all have the problem how long, O oh Lord, how long? Yes, The mm-hmm. psalmist had it. Uh, this is just inherent in the Christian life, waiting. Uh, you take in Luke 18, Jesus says, don't give up praying. Uh, right. Why doesn't he answer prayer the first day? Well, mm-hmm. if he answered every prayer, we wouldn't need faith anymore. That's right. And we would just use God. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things said, uh, <laughs> it was my privilege to prepare the Christian Church. I would say, 40 years ago. Yes. For this, uh, shall I begin with yes. this? Yes. yes. How it all started. Well, the first Word and Spirit conference was held in London at the Wembley Conference Center uh, in October 1992. Uh, by Word and Spirit, uh, we take the view that, uh, sadly, but speaking generally, there is. And has been a silent divorce in the church between the Word and the Spirit. Uh, there are, it's like, well, where there's a divorce, uh, sometimes the children stay with the mother, sometimes the children stay with the father. Well, in this divorce, you have those on the Word side and those on the Spirit side. Hmm. What's the difference? Well, take those on the Word side. What is the message? Well, earnestly contend for the faith once delivered unto the saints get back to the Bible, know your doctrine, yeah. justification by faith alone, sovereignty of God. What's wrong with that emphasis? Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's exactly right. Take those on the spirit side. What's the message? Well, we need to get back to the book of Acts. Signs, wonders, miracles, gifts of the spirit. Uh, when they had a prayer meeting, the place was shaken. Uh, Lie to the Holy Spirit, you're struck dead. And until we have power like that, the honor of God's name will not be restored. What's wrong with that emphasis? Nothing, it's exactly right. But in my view, Jim, Lori, Mm -hmm. it's one or the other almost anywhere you go. There are some exceptions, not many, but there are some, but most of the time you can tell in about 30 seconds, whether in a word church or in a spirit church, the atmosphere is so obvious. What I long for is when the Word and the Spirit come together. Mm. And the simultaneous combination will result in spontaneous combustion. Mm -hmm. And so at this Word and Spirit conference held in the Wembley Conference Center in 1982, um, a well-known prophetic man now in heaven and I began what we call the Word and Spirit and uh, the effort to bring these two together. Uh, You may have heard of Graham Kendrick, Mm -hmm, uh, the songwriter. He wrote a hymn for us. And um, Mm, at that particular conference in the evening, I gave an address. I guess you could call it prophetic address. I'm not known to be a prophet, but I guess you could call it that. In which I said, and uh, let me prepare anybody watching, this will offend at first all pentecostals and charismatics initially you're not going to like this but stay with me because this is the reaction i got but that has all changed but here it is that the word and the spirit need to come together and as abraham sincerely thought that ishmael was the promised child Uh, so have many Charismatics and Pentecostals thought that the present movement called the Charismatic Movement is God's final answer before the second coming. Well, going back to Abraham, uh, God said to Abraham, uh, your seed will be like the sand of the sea. Well, Abraham said, how can that be? I'm old. And Sarah's old. And yet, Abraham believed the promise, and this is where we get the doctrine of justification by faith alone, in Romans 4. Mm -hmm. All right. But then after a few years, Sarah wasn't getting pregnant, and so Abraham said, well, what's happening? How long, what's going on? Mm. Sarah came up with an idea. It was not a good one. (laughs) Sleep with Hagar, my maidservant. And so To try to make good the promise, Abraham slept with Hagar. Ishmael was born. And they thought, well, this is not what I hoped for, but it's a male child from my loins. And for 13 years, Abraham was content that it was Ishmael. Mm. All right, that's the biblical background. It is my view that the charismatic movement, though God was in it, There was a purpose, just like there was a purpose for Ishmael. This is the case. Charismatics have assumed they were God's final move of the Spirit before the second coming. At that address that night, that prophetic word, I guess you'd have to call it that, I said that the charismatic movement is Ishmael, but Isaac is coming. Well, I I thought they'd all be thrilled. (laughs) You could hear a pin drop. And some of my best friends would hardly look at me and say, you called us Ishmael. You called us Ishmael. And I said, but Isaac is coming. That didn't pacify them. But that has changed. That was 40 years ago. Now they're saying, RT, we hope you're right. Because if what we have is all there is, it doesn't look good. I I want to...
1: I, I, I want to put the address on the screen. Uh, if you go to our website, That's you right. can order this brand new book, "Isaac Promise." This is a shocking new book, and it's promise. It is a promise for the fullness of God's end time outpouring. Mm-hmm. This is a book you want to read. This is this is what's coming before the coming of the Lord. Amen. This. This is
2: God's promise, the Isaac promise. Right. It's like John Arnott said on the back of the book here. He said about RT's newest book, this book is a very needed and important volume. And I encourage you to read it carefully and through, read it carefully through the, to the end. Go all the way to the end. I have to agree with John. You have to go, you have to read this and go all the way and I totally get what you're saying, yeah. 100%. Well,
3: thank you.
2: It's very
3: good. Thank you.
2: And what they can do is we've partnered with Destiny Image, who is the publisher. And so you can go to our website, jimbakershow.com. You click on the Destiny Image link, and you'll be able to order your book directly from Destiny Image. And they're going to ship it directly to your home as well. And so just go to our website, jimbakershow.com. We've launched brand-new affiliate programs. And as you can see on the screen right there, just click on Destiny Image, and you'll be able to order the book directly from the publisher, and they will have it shipped to your home.
1: Wow. You want to be the first to get this book, so order it right away, and it will come directly within a few days to your house. Okay? RT, I I haven't asked you about England. Do you get back to England very often?
3: Uh, Yep. Well, a few years after we retired, uh, Colin died, that I just mentioned. Yes. was pastor of Kensington Temple would invite us to come over for six months. And we did that seven times. And then COVID came. And uh, although I've been back to London, it kind of ended that flow. In the meantime, Colin is retired, and uh, they're still looking for the minister. Uh, but I go all the time. I'm going to be there in a couple months. And
4: In That's fact, I got, I've
3: got three more visits to England uh, already. Do you, uh, do you preach in that in, in that high pulpit that I preached in? <laughs> well, there's a, a a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph situation, mm. and uh, they yeah. haven't had me back for a while. Oh. Uh, but I preach for other churches in England.
1: It's been a, a year since the death of Queen Elizabeth II. How do you think King Charles is doing as Britain's newest monarch? What do you think? You're an honest man. That's why... She, I'm hesitant <laughs> to ask you I love that it. question.
3: I'm worried. I'm very worried. Yeah. Uh, King Charles, when it was Prince of Wales, said mm-hmm. that he would be a defender of faith. Now, yes. many people don't get it, but what some of us know is that the monarch is the supreme governor of the Church of England, mm-hmm. and their task is to defend the faith of the Church of England. The faith. That would mean the 39 articles of, of the Church of England. 39 articles, and they are as sound as they can be. Well, Charles' subtle way is saying, I will defend faith, not the faith. You see, there's a difference. The faith <laughs> means Jude, verse 3, Contend for the faith, yes. once delivered yes. unto the saints, where it's solid teaching. Faith, will it include anybody? Hindu, right. Muslim, wow. Catholic, you and me? We're all, he, he, he would say all we want all, mm-hmm. faith. And this is what worries me. And the Church of England, uh, I'm afraid, you know, they're now compromising they're into same-sex marriage and and and
2: uh, <laughs> yeah
3: you put me on the spot I don't mind I I just don't want to get in trouble uh, by what I say but uh, I'm I don't know if we can preach anymore without getting in some trouble well the, the, the present archbishop I mean I'm his friend mm-hmm. and I've written him and I've pleaded with him please Climb down from this position that you're welcoming same-sex marriage. This is, this is not the yeah, Bible. That's and uh, that's right, Archie. I pray that's for him every day. And uh, he, he's a good man,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but he's not showing leadership. Mm. And the church is now splitting, and I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Uh, mm. But uh, Unbelievable I, I owe, I owe things my are ministry happening. to Britain. You see, that's right. the thing. I'm on the spot. I, I am indebted to the Church of England. Yes. I'm indebted to Britain. Uh, all the books that I've written, uh, I couldn't have written had I not been at Westminster Chapel. Right. If I'd have been in another church down the road, no one would have ever heard of me. Right. But Westminster Chapel, for 100 years, has been a world church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so publishers will take your stuff, whether it's any good or not, because you're the minister of Westminster Chapel. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've been blessed. And when I see what is happening there, I weep Mm. and I don't know what to say. It doesn't look good to me. Mm. Mm. That said, that said, I'm reminded of a of a story. You can go to John Wesley's journal, a date a couple hundred years ago. He was in the north of England, Newcastle. And he said, never in my life have I heard such swearing and terrible language and such godliness and then he wrote ripe for revival (laughs) so that's the way i look at it the darkest hour is just before dawn right and so the situation that's right in england it's it's bleak in america it's bleak yeah you see we don't have any spiritual leadership now right Right. Uh, the billy grahams of this world are gone yeah and i pleaded with the archbishop i mean you've got a chance to strong stand and be yes. our leader. Yes. It, 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 it's, it's, we're in a day where compromise is the wave of the future. Mm. And the time has come that we must stand for the word. That said, it's been my view, Jim, Laurie, for many years that the next thing to happen on God's calendar is not the second coming, but the awakening of the church just before the second coming. And I base this on a lot of different scriptures, but one r- real quick to explain. You know, Matthew 25, verse six, it says, at midnight, the cry was made. Yes. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Then all the virgins arose. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, Amen. the word midnight does not mean 12 o'clock midnight. It means middle of night. There's three Greek words, middle of night. In other words, when you least expect it, it's a metaphor that the church five virgins, five wise, five Mm -hmm. foolish, all arose. And yet the second coming didn't take place then. That was the cry. And they began to bargain with themselves. Give us of your oil. You see, had the second coming happened at the same time as the cry, they wouldn't have a chance to say, give us of your oil. Oh, go buy for yourselves. Mm -hmm. There is a gap in time Mm -hmm. between the cry, which I call the Isaac promise, and the coming. Yeah. And so it is my view that in the same way that Ishmael has been the, what I would describe as so much of the church, wow. uh, Ishmael is going to make room mm. for the real thing. Wow. When instead of trying to make things happen, I don't mean to be unkind, but I think a big mistake is when people try to make things happen mm-hmm. and they get off center And to get away from the gospel. Amen. And uh, so it's a call for the gospel. And I think the time will come. And I think it's coming soon. Yes.
2: Thank you, Lord. And
3: I hope to be alive. I'm 88 years old. I hope to be alive when it happens. And I can tell you this. There's no amount of praying that will bring it. There's Mm. nothing we can do to bring it. Hmm. But it. I, it could come any day.
5: Yes.
3: Don't laugh. But I wake up every day and ask, "Could it be today? Mm-hmm. Wow. Could it be today?" That's yes. how close it is. You, uh, so uh, maybe I'm talking too much. I'm just no. trying to answer. No, I love it. Answer your question. Yeah, that's
2: so good. Wow. But uh,
3: th- this is this is coming. Yes. And and it's going to take the place by surprise, the people by surprise. It's going to surprise the church, yes. and everybody's going to be awakened. There will be Amen. people Thank shaken God. rigid, shaken rigid by it's what is It's going to be happening. supernatural, you're oh, saying. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There will be a restoration of the gospel. Yeah, We will get back to justification by faith alone, sovereignty of God. There will be miracles. People will be raised from the dead, not just to show the power of God, but to awaken the people because wow. they'll begin to see. Yeah. There really is a God. Amen. Yes, He's yeah. real. Right. Jesus is real. Amen. Yes, and uh, I remember Jim, Lori, 60 years ago. 60 years ago, I had a vision of a revival that right, went right around the world, and people were shaken with a message, and they, the message was surprising as it may be to you. Jesus is coming soon, but this time everybody believed it. I mean, yeah. if you went outside today and said that, people would laugh at right. you. But when this happens, they won't be laughing. That's right. It's like Revelation chapter 1, verse 7. Behold, he comes with clouds. Every yes. eye shall see him. They also which pierced him. All the kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. This awakening will be so real that mm. people will be wailing. They'll realize that he is coming soon. Amen. There's a heaven, there's a hell. Yeah. Yes. And this, yes. is, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. Nobody believes it at the moment, but in a short period of time, in just a matter of days, mm. this will spread all over the world wow. and people will realize that there is a God on the throne and God That's is going to show what he can do. Amen. Yeah. rolling up his be. sleeves and to show his power.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You need to get this book.
5: Wow. This is a prophetic
1: book for this moment.
5: Mm-hmm. All right, Mondo, you had a question you wanted to ask Dr. I do, Kendall. Dr. R.T. Kendall, it's such an honor and privilege to be able to sit next to you, ask <laughs> you a question. I admire you. I admire your courage. I like your honesty. I like because this generation wants honesty. This generation is looking for a pure move of God that is not going to be made up by forcing it. And I got to ask you this question. It may be controversial or spark some interest. Kentucky, Asbury, Kentucky experienced what a lot of people called a revival, a move. Yes. What do you make of such things that are taking place in college campuses where worship is taking place? All of a sudden it's turning now where hundreds are showing up and they're calling it revival and and now, what do you make of it
3: Well first of all, I do believe it's real yes. mm-hmm. and Amen. I, I, revival is a good word uh there are many degrees of revival uh, mm-hmm. as for Asbury, you see it came by surprise mm-hmm. it's just a foretaste, yeah, that's just a drop in the bucket, but that shows what God can do at a place unexpected right. a place many people never heard of Yes. uh And uh, But it's just an example how God can do it. Uh, But the big thing is coming. Yeah. And and, and it's more than just revival. It's an awakening that will spread all over the world. It it will not just be in America. I don't know where it will begin. It could begin in London. It will go to Indonesia. It will go to Hong Kong. It will go to Australia. And just virtually overnight, The world will be shaken by this.
5: Mm -hmm. What do you think will have to happen? Do we see events surrounding that move, or is it just going to spark, spring up out of nowhere?
3: Well, I don't know that. I don't know. uh, It's like uh, nobody knew how Jesus could be born in Bethlehem and raised in Nazareth until after it happened. And we'll know a lot more after it comes. I just know that Habakkuk says the glory of the Lord will cover the earth yes. as the waters cover the sea. And I know something big will happen. Uh, many think it will only happen after the second coming. I don't believe that. I think wow. it will happen before the second Amen. coming and prepare the bride for the moment when Jesus comes. He's coming soon, yes. but the awakening is coming sooner. Yes. Amen. 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 Yes.
2: Amen. Wow.
1: Lori, you have a question. I think.
2: Um, yes, RT, you talk about the Ishmael thinking. What does that mean? Will you clarify that for us when yeah. you're talking to
3: us? I would say it's trying to make good the promise, trying to make something happen in your own strength. That's it. Okay. You, you see, uh, Sarah uh, right. was sorry that she couldn't bear children, right? And so, but she believed it. Mm-hmm. She believed it. So she said to Abraham. Uh, well, sleep with Hagar, because they really wanted to make good the promise. Right. Uh, it was a mistake, mm. but it was still nonetheless God's plan. Right. This is one of the ironies. Uh, right. Uh, God uses mistakes, and then they look good yes. after it's all over. Right. Uh, God has a way of making all things work together yes. for, for good. Yes. yes. And so Amen. the great awakening that I think is coming, and I know is coming, yes. uh, will vindicate the charismatic movement for example go to latin america Mm -hmm. go to china where's the gospel being preached it's by charismatics that's right right. the greatest hymns of the last 40 years have been written by charismatics and they're sung in non-charismatic churches right uh and the non-charismatic churches that is so many of them, not all, but so many of them are afraid of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Their view is, I believe, in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Bible. And I, they're because they're afraid of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But not mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. What's going to happen is going to awaken everybody. Yeah. Yes. And we'll know it's of God. That's right. And by the way, there'll be no superstars. Yes. Yes. This is a work How of the Spirit. Yes. Yes. The ordinary yes. people yes. will carry the gospel. And, and, and do signs and wonders. Amen. Uh, this will show the power of God. Wow. Nobody will get any glory for That's it. Nice. God Thank will you Lord. Get it. He's he a jealous God. Yes. He's a God yes. of glory. Amen. And,
0: Amen. Uh, he'll get all the glory. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want you to be prepared
1: for any emergency. And we have online right now the greatest supply of survival food that we've ever had. And you can go to JimBakerShow.com and you can buy all the products and you can shop. One of the things that all the experts have told me, money will, will be worthless if the crisis comes. And you're going to need something to barter with. You're going to need to be able to say, I'll trade this for what you have. And it's going to be just like hundred years ago where people bartered with one another. And we now have, we call them Baker's Dozen. And there are 13 packets in each box, different prices, whatever's in the box. But you can get things like buttermilk pancakes, a whole box of them. That box is $34.99 the pancakes are as good as you get at any pancake house. They are delicious. I know you're going to enjoy them. We have bread, 13 packets of bread. Or we have black bean burgers, which make great hamburgers. Or you can make a meatloaf. We've got mac and cheese. Every kid loves mac and cheese. So you can get, a you know, 13 pouches, of mac and cheese and these are reasonably priced, and this is something people are going to love with children. We call it Morning Moves Mel, and you get 13 packets of milk, and uh, that's, I think, $59, and that's 260 servings of milk. It is really good. We have spaghetti marinara, one of my favorites, and you can get a box of that. I think one of the greatest bargaining tools in the world is going to be coffee. And we have our freeze-dried instant coffee, Baker's Dozen, dozen packets. There's 780 servings in the box. I'll tell you what, if you wanna negotiate, I always have my coffee. I'll tell you what, people that are coffee drinkers They will trade you for their, probably give you their car to have a packet of coffee. But go to my website right now, JimBakerShow.com, and you can go there and order all of these survival foods and our special new Baker's Dozen food boxes.
0: Remember, God loves you. He really does. And now, let's get back to the show. In the forward of your book, it it says this right here. Of particular interest is RT's understanding of the role that Romans 4 will
3: have in this revival. Mm. Can you explain that? Okay. Yes. I wondered if you'd ask that. You all will remember John Paul Jackson. Yes. love him. Well, John Paul and I were very, very good friends. Uh, I took him bone fishing like I took you bone (laughs) fishing. uh, We were very close. And uh, one day, he came to London to see me. And he had a word for me. And the word was, he himself had been, you've got to remember, this is John Paul now. Yes. He said, I was taken to heaven. Whether I was in the body or out of the body, I don't know. He said, I was taken to heaven. And he described it to me. But to fast forward, he said, there were four rows of bleachers. And he says, men came in and sat on the front row, second row, third row. The fourth row was vacant. And then, he said, messenger of God comes in. Uh, I give it in detail in the book. John Paul describes him. And he said, I've come to announce the next great move of God on the earth. The key to the next great move of God on the earth is the book of Romans and especially chapter four. Well, what was interesting to me, John Paul didn't even know what that meant, but I did. I said, this is wonderful. I said, do you know what this means? He said, tell me. I said, Romans 4 is what turned the world upside down in the 16th century. Mm. Martin Luther, justification by faith alone. And John Wesley turned the world upside down by the same vision, justification by faith alone. Uh, Jonathan Edwards, uh, before the Great Awakening started, was justification by faith alone. In other words, a return to the gospel. Instead of, (laughs) forgive me, but TV evangelists say, send in your money, and you'll be driving a Rolls Royce in a couple of weeks, oh. In that kind of thing, uh, that is not going to be the next wave of God. No. That will be right. Amen. exposed. Amen. Uh, these people will be found out. I'm sorry, but it will be an embarrassing time, because it will be a restoration of the pure yes. gospel, yes. and it will be a revival of the teaching of heaven, of hell, yes. and this is all of God. And when John Paul saw this, he said, that makes sense to me bless him, he he didn't know his Bible as well as I did. (laughs) And then he said, the messenger of God turned to the people in the bleachers. He said, you men that are on the third row, some of you will die, some of you will live, but God will not bless your ministries. Mm -hmm. I asked John Paul, did he recognize in him? And he said, yes. Mm. I won't tell you who they were, but they're household names. Mm. Third row. And then he said, you men on rows one and two have not abused the gospel. On a day you least expect, you men on rows one and two will be catapulted to row four, where no man has stood since the days of the early church. Well, that was the message. And so at a time when you least expect... According to John Paul, the messenger of God said, "On a day you least expect, yes, that's yes. Right. be catapulted, and there will be those uh, who symbolized by these people on the fourth row now being catapulted mm-hmm. that will preach the gospel and bring about the awakening. And it's the same thing as the Isaac promise. It's the same thing as the midnight yes. cry. It's the same thing as the great awakening before the end. And so, uh, before I go to heaven." I felt that I should write a book on it, wow. but I'm still hoping to be alive when it comes. <laughs> Amen. God. Yes. Yes. Wow. Amen. You
1: say that it, it is your view that the next great move of God is described in the parable of the ten virgins. That's just one
3: example. Yes. Yes. I yes. do. Tell yeah. us more in about fact, it. In fact, I've actually written a, a book called The Midnight Cry. It's called Are You Ready for the yes. Midnight Cry? Yes. Uh, well, Jesus said there were ten virgins. Five were wise, five were foolish, Uh, and the foolish virgins carried no oil with them. They all had lamps. Lamps symbolizes the word of God. Thy word is a lamp unto my heart. Uh, The oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Well, the foolish virgins had only the lamp, but they didn't take oil uh, with them, waiting for the the coming of the bride, uh, bridegroom. But the wise virgins Mm -hmm. took oil with them. And uh, Jesus likened the parable of the ten virgins to an uh, ancient, a Middle Eastern wedding. In those days, a wedding was not held in a synagogue or a church, or a registry office, but the way it was that the groom would come for the bride, mm-hmm. and the wedding took place over two or three days. And strange as it seems, this is the the way an ancient Middle Eastern wedding was, Mm -hmm. you never knew when the bridegroom would come. And sometimes he would come Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus said, this is what it's going to be like. He said, in those days, Matthew 25, verse Mm one, you see the 24th chapter of Matthew describes the last days, the very last days. And then he says, at that time, in those days, The kingdom of heaven will be like unto 10 virgins, five wise, five foolish. Mm -hmm. So when the bridegroom comes, it was going to, in this case, in the middle of the night, at midnight, which is, as I said, not 12 o'clock, but middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Nobody expected. And the foolish virgins were found out not to have oil. Mm -hmm. And then they began to cry out to those who had oil Give us of your oil, give us of your oil. And says, Sorry, we'd have just enough for ourselves. And I can see what will happen when this great awakening comes. There will be those, even in the church, that will say to those that they never had anything to do with, give us of your oil, Uh, pray for us, help us, we're in trouble. We know this is real. We have not been faithful to God. Pray for us. And then the bridegroom came, and those that were ready went in. So there's a gap in time between the midnight cry and the second coming. You're going to ask? How long the gap? I don't know. I have no idea. It could be months. It could be years. But it will happen, and it will be a revival like there have never been a revival—the yes. greatest awakening since the days of the early church. Amen. Amen. Praise
2: God. Think about that, guys. Oh, wow. That's huge. We, could yes. be the, we could be the one. Yeah. I mean, you're so here. Th- this
3: you're... is exciting.
2: Yes.
1: So why is it more critical now than ever for us to be in the Bible, reading the Bible, to know? what's what's happening and what's coming next? Well,
3: I just preached a sermon last week at Times Square Church in New York City. Uh, What will hell be like?
2: That was was the name of your message. What will hell be like? Well, I should tell
3: you that I go to Times Square Church once a month, and the previous month, I preached a sermon, What Will Heaven Be Like? Mm -hmm. And after I thought about it, I thought, I should preach a sermon on what will hell be like. Wow. Mm. And I haven't preached on hell, I'm ashamed to say, but I have it for 25 years or more. Mm. i preached it all the time at Westminster Chapel, but I'm not a pastor now, mm-hmm. and so I don't go into churches and tell them you know, about hell. But this is a little different because I have a regular ministry there, but thanks to mm. Pastor Tim Delina. And he was thrilled with my sermon outline, and since thrilled, It's on the Internet. You can get it. Uh, Go to YouTube. YouTube. Mm -hmm. But my point for mentioning it is that what has taken over a great portion of preachers today are two false teachings. One, it's called annihilationism. Mm -hmm. There are those who no longer believe in eternal punishment, but believe a person will be annihilated. Because when the church is revived... And this great awakening comes. There'll be an awareness that hell is real. Yeah. Mm. The other dangerous teaching is called open theism. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people will never heard of that. But the idea is that God is open. Whereas the Bible says he knows the end from the beginning. Open theism is God doesn't know the future. Oh, oh. But he looks to us for input. Wow. And so it, <laughs> we're is. supposed to help God to know what to do next. It virtually makes us equal with God. We tell Him what to do. That sounds like today. Well, I'm telling you, there are people, you would know their names. You Mm -hmm. would say to me, RT, are you sure he believes that? I'm not going to mention their names. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, make anybody look bad. But I'm telling you right now, there are those who actually teach that the purpose of prayer is to change God's will. That's not true. The purpose Mm. of prayer is to find out what God's will is and do it. That's right. But we've changed. That's right. And we tell God what to do. And the result is there is no fear of God in the church at all. That's right. No fear of God in the nation. That's it. No fear of God in the church. This awakening will change that. It's true.
1: It's true. It's the scariest truth that there is.
3: Well, I don't know how much you know about... uh, If I were to give you a date, July 8th, 1741, Enfield, Connecticut, I can tell you, Louise and I have driven to Enfield four times, usually four hours to to go there. It's out of our way, it's not on a schedule, but I go there, I've been there four times, Enfield is about six, seven miles south of Massachusetts, Connecticut border. Mm -hmm. And you have to ask people around, where is the spot uh, where there's this plaque in the ground? And when I went, it was was across the street from the Montessori School. And there's a vacant lot and a, a, a concrete block there embedded in the ground that says, on this site... July 8th, 1741, Jonathan Edwards preached his sermon, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, Mm. in the New England Awakening. Mm. The city Mm. people in Enfield, are embarrassed by this. (laughs) But it's there. It's one thing where you can go, and the reason we go, I just stand there. Sometimes I kneel, sometimes I stand with one prayer, Wow. Lord, do it again. Yes. What happened? On that day, Jonathan Edwards took his text, reverse in Deuteronomy chapter 31, "Their feet shall slide in due time." He began to describe hell. Mm. He said, "It's by the very mercy of God you are not in hell right now. Mm. You're hanging over hell by a slender thread." and the death angel is waiting to sever that thread, and you will fall into hell. Now, you can get it on the Internet. People laugh their heads off when they read it. They laugh. Nobody was laughing then. The Spirit of God came on the people, and as Edwards preached, and actually he read the sermon. He wasn't an orator at all. He was just reading. Mm-hmm. Spirit of God came on the people. They began to moan. They wow. began to groan, and Edwards hit one spot... Ask him to be quiet so he could finish. It didn't work. The more he spoke, the people were crying out, and they were found holding on to church pews to keep from falling into hell. Men were seen outside holding on to tree trunks to keep from sliding into hell. Such was the power of God. Word of that sermon went all over England in days. It reached, uh, sorry, New England in days. It reached England in weeks. And it is the most remembered sermon in the history of America. That sermon, wow. the New Awakening, it's going to come, yeah. will be a revival yes. of the teaching of heaven and hell. Amen. Wow. wow!
4: Amen. That's wow. amazing wow. Wow. Powerful. and powerful.
1: God has promised an end time harvest. Why do you believe the end time harvest? Will come, will be the greatest in gathering of all time.
3: I think that's what the Bible teaches. Yeah. yeah. Go back to the verse in Habakkuk the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters yes. cover the sea. Yes. It's a promise. Now, there that's are those odd. good people that believe, well, that'll happen after the second coming. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be happy. I mean, look, I'll be glad for Jesus to come today. Right, sure. But yeah. in my opinion, yeah. God gets more glory. By his son at the right That's hand right. of God, orchestrating what the Holy Spirit is doing on the earth, yes. uh, before he comes himself, mm-hmm. yes. and the Holy Spirit will be doing the work. And this is what will happen before the end. That's, in my opinion, what the Bible teaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't go out on a limb and talk like this if I had yeah. any doubts. Good. This is what the Bible teaches. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Right here in chap- on chapter nine, RT. How will we recognize the coming? Of Isaac, yeah.
3: Well, that's my word for it. Yes. The coming of Isaac. Yes. Uh, I think people that are in Iwo Jima or South Africa may not know the word Isaac. <laughs> so I'm not saying that everybody's going to. Oh, this is Isaac. Right. In Europe, yeah. in Moscow, in in uh, China, they won't say this is Isaac. We that heard this, this would be less than one percent of the population right. will, will say, well, there it is. What we, But what I can tell you is this, everybody will know this is God. Yeah. yeah. He That's will get it. the glory. Amen. They will think, this is God. They will be shaken. Yes. And uh, it's God's way of sending a signal that I am alive, I am well, I am the God of the Bible, <laughs> yeah. I am the God you're... of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and this is being... God gets all the glory. Yes, yes He, gets he all is for. a jealous God. Yes He is and He doesn't like it. If anybody elbows in on His glory, He won't have it. That's right, And right. so Amen. there oh, it is. That's no good. superstars right. in the great work of God coming. Yes, Amen.
2: that's right. Amen.
3: So we prepare
1: for this coming of Isaac as we prepare for the coming of the
3: Lord? I don't think there's any preparation that I know of that we can do That's right. to make it happen. Yeah, this will be a that. sovereign intervention like middle of the night mm-hmm. when the bridegroom uh, tarried and uh, when no one was expecting it. It's like an ancient oriental yes. wedding. That's what you have in the background yeah. of, of Matthew 25. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that calls it Isaac right, because yeah. I've come up with the analogy between Abraham and Isaac Abraham thinking Ishmael was the promised child. And then one day, uh, by the way, later on in in the book of Genesis, God says uh, to Abraham, oh, by the way, Ishmael is not the promise. Hmm. Isaac is coming. And do you know what Abraham's reaction was? Please, please, let it be Ishmael. Genesis 17. Oh, that Ishmael will live for you. And that's the typical reaction of many charismatics. and I don't blame them. They say, well, look, Lord, we've suffered for you. We've taken a stand for you. We've lost family for you. We've lost reputation for you.
2: That's right. And then
3: when they're told that's not the final work of God, they're resentful. But then Abraham accepted that Sarah will conceive. Isaac is coming, and he said, yes, Lord, Mm -hmm. and this is what is happening now with many Pentecostals, charismatics, and that's what is happening at the moment. People are thinking twice, and the the knowledge that something big, I mean big, is coming, and it will shake everybody, from New York, to Washington, to Moscow, Mm. to uh, China, throughout. Everybody's gonna be shaken. Wow. And it's coming. It's yes. coming.
2: Yes. Wow. That's amazing.
1: In your book, you say that when God gives an extraordinary promise, he has a way of adding a word of encouragement so that we will not give up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can you give me an example of that? So well, I, I don't want to give up because right. I, I get discouraged sometimes when I get okay. old.
3: Well, I'll do my best. I mentioned Luke 18 a while ago. Why did Jesus give the parable of this importunate widow that came going, kept going to the unjust judge yes. all the time, avenge me of my adversary? Yeah, Jesus said, don't give up. Yeah, keep and one back. day the unjust judge said to the widow, I'm sick and tired of this woman bothering me. <laughs> I'm going to give her what she wants. I
4: love that.
3: Now, that was not a spiritual request <laughs> of this widow, right. uh, avenge me of my adversary. How much more then, first of all, Jesus said, will your heavenly Father give you what you want? And then when we're waiting for something huge that is spiritual, that where God will get all the glory, all the more. And so what I do, if you want to know what I do, I wait for the Lord and say, Lord, could it come today? Could it come today? And I don't know that my prayers will make it happen anymore because I think it's a fixed date. I think in the same way that the second coming is a fixed date, mm-hmm. an hour you yes. don't know about, only the Father knows, so also this moment when the cry comes in the yes. middle of the night to awaken the church, it's a fixed date, and all we can do is wait for it and hope for it, and getting this word out, I don't know to what extent God may use the book. I just, yes. I didn't ask to write it. Published came to me. Right. He, he liked when he saw what I said in the book, Prophetic Integrity, Mm. He just liked what I said, make it a book. I said, okay. So that's what I've done. This is, I'm not trying to sell books. No. I didn't ever know that this would be a book. Wow. But this is what I believe, and I believed it for 50 years. I believed it for 60 years. Mm. Mm. I never thought I'd write about it like this. <laughs> mm.
1: Okay, you're Great. saying Isaac. Mm-hmm. Isaac, you're talking about. The great outpouring of God's Spirit in the end times. Yep. The coming of the Lord Jesus.
3: Yep. Right? Before the second coming. Yeah. And that's what this Isaac is. That's what it's, it's about. Mm, I believe so it. I mean, you agree with me, we're in the last days. Yes. We are. You agree with me that we need an outpouring and that yes. it's coming. Yes. That's right. Yes. Okay. I just give it a nickname, Isaac. Yeah. Because of what we taught at the word spirit conference mm-hmm. in london in october 1992 and uh, that uh, the charismatic movement is ishmael uh and but that must offend people it did oh i lost especially fr- in
2: 1992 when you think <clears throat> about that they
3: well, they start uh, talking about it then that was kind of uh, like listen don't touch that it cost me more friends uh, and more invitations. The greatest invitation I ever had in my life to preach, I won't tell you more details, is canceled. Canceled oh, because of that wow. address. Mm. And but it's all right. God always controls That's my right. schedule. I don't, That's right. I, don't try, I don't ask to preach anywhere. And mm-hmm. uh, he's been good to me. Yes. And I never Thank dreamed you. that this would be a book. I wow. was asked to do it a couple of years ago. And, uh, and you can read it and decide for yourself.
2: Yes, you are literally one of the greatest scholars of our time, and I mean, you are a student of the Word, of course, but you've taught us so much. You're 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 a teacher yeah. of the Word of God. I mean, right, Jim? Absolutely. Like in our in our time that we're living in here on the face this Earth, R.T. Kendall is known as a great biblical scholar, Amen. and so I guess if the I was you, to put it's in, time
1: that the youth listen to yes, yes. Forgive me, the hoary head. That means gray-haired. I'm well, sorry. Look, I've got gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're to listen to those that have lived on earth and have yeah, studied the word. Right. We've got to know the word of God. Amen. You've got to not listen yes, to Lord. the tinkling cymbals and sounding brass that's being propagated in the world today. So I want you to get this book. I want you to read
2: it. You can order the book today by going to our website, JimBakerShow.com. It's just twenty-five dollars, and remember to click on Destiny Image, our brand new affiliate, where you can order the book um, today, and they'll ship it directly to your home.
1: Right, right from there yes. to you, and no more. We don't even ship books unless it's
2: something we have. That's something right. we have yes. in our stock, yes.
1: but we. WE SHIP ONLY FROM OUR MANUFACTURERS MAINLY, yes. AND THEY GUARANTEE DELIVERY, AND SOME OF YOU, WE STILL HAVE SOME BACK ORDERS WE'RE TRYING TO WORK ON, mm-hmm. AND WE'RE BELIEVING, GOD, THAT THIS YEAR WE'RE GOING TO GET CAUGHT UP ON ALL Amen. THE OLD ORDERS, yes. BUT THESE NEW ORDERS, THEY GO OUT IMMEDIATELY, yes. OKAY? Yes. HELP US STAY ON THE AIR, GOD IS ON OUR SIDE, Amen. GOD'S ON YOUR SIDE, THE ENEMY HAS TRIED TO DESTROY THIS MINISTRY, AND WE'RE STANDING UP,
2: AND WE'RE BELIEVING
1: THAT THIS IS THE TIME THAT GOD HAS ORDAINED THAT WE BE ON television. I BELIEVE THAT I WAS BORN FOR SUCH A TIME AS THIS. I BELIEVE GOD'S PEOPLE, YOU THAT ARE OUT WATCHING, YOU THAT ARE LISTENING, YOU WERE BORN FOR SUCH A TIME AS THIS, Mm -hmm. BECAUSE JESUS IS COMING SOON. And you're to help usher in the coming of the Lord. Amen. We want to thank R.T. Kendall. Yes. Thank you, R.T. Preachers, teachers of our time for being with us today. And remember, God loves you. He really does. Bye bye for today.
2: Bye Bye bye. We love you.
0: Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1 888 988 1588? That number again is one 988 1588 Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your praise and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.